welcome to the one year anniversary episode of Whiskey Noobs. For those of you who are new here, my name is Chris and I'm the host of the show. And as I mentioned, this is the one year anniversary episode. It is hard to believe that it's been a year, but I want to do some recapping, some looking at where we came from and looking at where we are headed. So I have a good amount of ground that I want to cover in this episode. So for those of you who are not new here, you know I normally do a mystery review, but I'm not going to do a mystery review for this episode specifically because I do have so much ground to cover. So I will just tell you right now that I'm drinking Basil Hayden's 10-Year Rye. You might remember that from an earlier episode. It was the first rye whiskey that we had on the show. And that's what I'll be drinking, but I won't be doing a review of it because, as I mentioned, there's a good amount of ground to cover. Most importantly, I want to start by saying thank you. Thank you so much to all of you guys who listen to this show consistently and participate on the Instagram and the TikTok and send me messages and comment and like, share the show, all of those things. They're so helpful, and I genuinely did not see myself having the following that we have now a year ago when I started this show. Um, I certainly hoped that I would. You know, everybody, nobody goes into it expecting to fail by any means. But I didn't expect it to grow as fast as it did. And I'd have nobody to thank other than you guys for that, you guys who listen to the show. So I'm so thankful to you guys for, as I mentioned, liking, commenting, sharing, rating, reviewing, subscribing, all of those things. You guys have been great listeners, and you've really brought the show beyond where I saw it being within a year. So that's very exciting, and I have nobody to thank but you guys. So thank you all so much for listening to the show, and I'm looking forward to hopefully an even better year, hopefully even more progress being made because there's a lot of fun things coming up that I think everybody's going to enjoy. So we will get into that a little bit without getting too overly specific in this episode. So speaking of new things coming up, I do want to mention this right in the beginning. You guys spoke. I listened. People said they wanted to be able to purchase some Whiskey Noobs merchandise. I've had that question in the Q&As, I think a couple of times. And I know for sure on Instagram or TikTok Lives, not Instagram Lives, but TikTok Lives, I've had people ask, where can I get hats? Where can I get Glencairns? Things like that. Um, And I want to let you know that that merchandise is coming soon. I mentioned in the last episode... Uh, that it would be coming relatively soon. I didn't know how soon. And I got most of it ironed out, all the distribution and things ironed out, how I'm going to sell it. So keep an eye out. That will be coming out very, very soon as of the release of this episode. Um, You should be seeing it on social media if you have not already, how to buy the merchandise and when it's going to be coming out. And so, as I mentioned, please keep an eye out for that. I will be selling not only hats, but also shirts and the custom Glencairns that you see me use probably on TikTok or on Instagram if you follow on those uh, social media channels. I will be selling those Glencairns with the Whiskey Noobs logo etched on them. They are etched on. They're sandblasted on there by me, by myself. They're hand etched. And so you will be able to purchase those as well as, as I mentioned, hats and probably a couple of different shirts. I haven't decided specifically on the shirts that I'm going to sell, but it's all designed 100% by yours truly. I do it myself and I do not make them myself except for the Glen Cairns. 
but um, that, that will be available as you guys see me use on TikTok and on Instagram. So that's pretty exciting. There's also some new hats and new shirts coming out. Uh, so it won't just be the ones that you've already seen, but there will actually be new things. Actually, you probably haven't seen any shirts at all. So shirts will be available and also new hats. So that's pretty exciting. Keep an eye out. For those of you who have been wanting merchandise, you will be able to get it now. And I do want to mention, I am trying to make the merchandise as affordable as possible. For me, it's a whole lot more about you guys being able to get your hands on merchandise than it is me making too much money off of it. So I will be trying to make it as affordable as possible. It's not super easy when you're doing lower volumes. When I say lower volumes, I mean in the grand scheme of things. Um, I am not a merchandise company. I am a podcast that sells merchandise. So if you have bought merchandise from other podcasts or other influencers, things like that, you probably know when you do lower volumes, you got to drive down the price as much as you can, but you can only drive down the price so much. So that's my way of saying, I promise I am trying to make these as affordable as possible. I'm not expecting to bump myself into a new tax bracket by any means by selling this merchandise, but the proceeds will be going back into the show. So I am planning to actually have a different bank account that I do this from and use that money to most likely mostly buy whiskey for reviews for you guys and then also possibly put it back into the show in other ways with new equipment, maybe things like that which I already do out of pocket. But hopefully this will help aid with that, (laughs) with those purchases a little bit. So that is the merchandise news that I had. So hopefully a few of you guys out there are happy. I know there's a there's been a few different people asking me for merchandise. As I mentioned, I've been asked on the lives multiple times and on the Q&A episodes. So you will be able to get that. Just keep an eye on the Instagram at whiskey underscore noobs and on the TikTok. Uh, my TikTok name is Chris from Whiskey Noobs and the at is Whiskey Noobs Podcast. But moving on, I want to do some recapping of essentially the first few episodes of the show mainly because we've gathered a lot of people since then and there are a lot of folks who don't go back to the beginning to restart which i can totally understand we're at 55 episodes now and so i want to recap those first couple of episodes specifically with why we drink whiskey and how to get into tasting whiskey now i'm not going to take nearly as long as i took in those first few episodes because i know a lot of you guys have been around and do know all of these tips so i'm not going to really beat a dead horse too much but this is just my way of getting everybody else up to speed kind of quickly this is the crash course and then if you really want to take the deep dive in those first like 10 or so episodes go through Uh, The first one is why we drink whiskey, and then the first few episodes go through how to get into tasting whiskey, but this is going to be the, the very much shortened version. And I think it's important to revisit, even if you have been around since those beginning episodes, because especially the why do we drink whiskey, it's important to remind yourself why you do what you do, why you enjoy this hobby, what what there is to love about it, and how to get in tasting whiskey. I even revisit this sometimes because sometimes I forget to chew the whiskey during a review or I do it without really thinking about it, which is great. I mean, I'm establishing that habit, but I'm not really thinking about it as much as I should be. So that's my way of kind of pumping the brakes and, and really thinking about what I'm doing. So first, why do we drink whiskey? I mentioned this in the very first episode. That's what it was about. And I think it's really important to establish because there's a a bit of a stereotype, especially on TikTok, that you basically only do it for the alcohol. And if you drink straight whiskey, if you drink neat whiskey, you're an alcoholic because you're able to drink something so strong. 
my biggest message that I've at least tried to put out there is that that's not the case. Uh, of course, alcohol does play a role in drinking whiskey. If I'm drinking a couple glasses of whiskey with friends or family, I'm loosening up. It's helping me feel a little bit more social. There's obviously that aspect of it, and I do acknowledge that. But there's also a lot more going on with drinking whiskey. The second thing is the camaraderie. And I got into that a little bit, as you, as I just mentioned, with how it loosens me up and makes me more social. There's even a deeper aspect of the, the camaraderie, the social aspect of it, in that there's a community of people who have the same hobby that you do, just like there are with many other hobbies. And whiskey is a really big one because it's so location-specific that a lot of times you'll meet people over social media and people who live in different areas, and there's a sense of community, and it is exaggerated by the fact that you can trade whiskeys with those people and you can get your hands on whiskeys that you weren't able to get in your area. Maybe they're a little bit harder to get in your area. And so that's part of the camaraderie as well. And especially with the social media age, there are just so many social media groups, Reddit pages. There's my Instagram page, of course, my TikTok page and other Instagrams and TikToks similar to it that really boost that social aspect. And that makes it a whole lot of fun to be able to interact with people who have the same hobby that you have. So that's another aspect to it. That is an aspect of any hobby, but I just feel like it's very strong with the whiskey hobby. And then lastly, you've got what I consider to be the most important. And that is that to me, and I think to most people, whether they realize it or not, having a glass of whiskey and really observing it and taking a minute away from your day to observe it is almost a form of meditation. It really makes you pull away from your day and focus in on this this well-crafted beverage and think, what am I tasting right now? What am I enjoying right now? Where did it come from? Who made it? What went into making it? All of those sorts of things. And I think that that is a huge aspect of it for a lot of people, whether they realize it or not. Because there's a lot of folks out there who probably think, oh, I don't meditate. I don't care if it's meditative. But what you're doing is what I would consider meditative. It is giving you those similar effects of stress relief, not through the alcohol, but through the taking a break from your day and focusing and being present in the moment. And with that, I have a meditation slash art form because it really is an amazing art form to see all of the work that went into crafting this whiskey. And so that really adds another layer to it that you're not just meditating on your pizza or the glass of water that you're drinking, but you're meditating on something that somebody spent significant time crafting for you to drink. And it really is essentially an art form to be able to craft these whiskeys. And so I think that goes hand in hand with the meditation. And lastly, I don't think I mentioned this in the first episode, but the last part of it that I think is also really addicting, not alcohol addicting, but addicting in terms of the hobby is collecting it and hunting it and trying to find ones you've never had before and wanting to try new ones that you've never had before. If it was an alcohol addiction, I probably wouldn't have a shelf with a bunch of alcohol on my wall because I'd probably drink it before I bought another one. But I have a shelf with a bunch of them that have one or two glasses out of them because I like to try them all. And so that collection aspect of it is really a lot of fun as well. So for those of you who are newer and you're wondering, why do people, why are people so obsessed with whiskey? Why does this podcast exist? Why do so many people listen to this podcast? I don't get it. 
hopefully that helps you get it a little bit. It's just one of those hobbies that it has camaraderie, it has a social aspect, and it has an art form relaxation aspect. A lot of those hobbies are the most helpful because they give you time to take a break from your day. And so they really do help you, help me mentally to de-stress. And I'm not talking de-stress from alcohol. I mean, if I sit down and have a glass of whiskey, not nearly enough to get buzzed, it still helps me relax from the day. And so hopefully that does explain that a little bit to the newer folks out there. Maybe you're trying to figure it out. Maybe you want to get into whiskey and it doesn't taste very good to you yet, so you just don't get it. And if that is you, then this next section is for you. And that is how to get into tasting whiskey. As I mentioned, if you're really curious about this and you want more in-depth information about this, the first few episodes are about this. And not only do I explain the process, I also walk through it with my guests on the show. And so that's what that first few episodes are all about, especially the guest episodes, are how to get in tasting whiskey, showing me with my guests instituting these techniques that I'm about to mention or these these kind of step-by-step processes that I'm about to mention. Now, I'm going to run through these, as I mentioned, a little bit faster than previously, but the first step is mixing less and less. And what I mean by this is if whiskey is to the point to you where it is just too harsh to drink, you're not to the point yet where you can sit down and have a neat glass of whiskey. The first step is to be able to drink whiskey neat. So if you can't do that, you got to work your way there. A lot of times I recommend mixing whiskey, and this all depends on how fragile your palate is, but I'll I'll recommend mixing as much as three shots of Sprite to one shot of whiskey to begin with. If that's what it takes for you, that's totally fine. Mix it and try to taste the whiskey, try to taste the flavors that are not the Sprite, or mix it with whatever you want, but I like something that doesn't have a lot of flavor like Sprite or 7-Up. If you use something like Coke, it tends to cover it up a bit more. So try to mix it and then slowly mix less and less. And this works remarkably well. In the episode I actually did with my guest, Justin, he was able to basically go from not liking the way neat whiskey tasted to enjoying it within the span of that episode. And since then, if you follow the show, you know Justin really enjoys bourbon now. So it actually was pretty cool that 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 seemed to be the turning point with his relationship with whiskey was walking through that process. Now, he did it in a one-hour episode, but you can do this over the span of weeks. You can have, if you want to have one glass of whiskey a night or one glass of whiskey a week, it's going to change how quickly you're able to do this. But you can go from three shots of Sprite to one shot of whiskey, two shots of Sprite to one shot of whiskey, one shot of Sprite to one shot of whiskey. If you need to keep going, you can do one shot of Sprite to two shots of whiskey, whatever you need to do to be able to drink it neat. And I think using that method, you can pretty quickly, quickly being a relative sense, because it totally depends on how new you are to whiskey pretty quickly you can develop the palate for drinking neat whiskey. One thing that seems to work for people, and I just had somebody message me and tell me that that it worked for them and they were thanking me for it, is using like old fashions because they're pretty strong cocktails. And so if you're able to jump straight to an old fashioned, it's a little bit sweeter. It has a little bit of sugar in it that really helps sweeten it up. The bitters add kind of more flavor, more scent to it. If you can jump straight to an old-fashioned or maybe a Manhattan, then that will also work just like mixing it with, like I said, Sprite would be. And that even puts the whiskey on display a bit more than mixing with Sprite would. 
And as I mentioned, I just actually had somebody DM me on Instagram and say, I'm so thankful that you you know gave that tip. I was able to now drink whiskey. One day it just kind of clicked for me. I had been doing old fashions for a while and then finally it just clicked and I really liked the, the whiskey taste. And I'm like, that is so great to hear. That's literally why I do what I do. And so it's awesome to hear that from people. And my point being, trust the process. It does work for a lot of folks. You can acquire the taste. That is the moral of the story is if you want to acquire the taste for the right reasons to enjoy the art form, not so that you can drink straight whiskey and be impressive or whatever you want, but if you want to acquire the taste to actually enjoy the hobby, you can do it. And so my recommendation is learn how to drink it neat by using those mixing tips that I just gave. So now you're able to drink whiskey neat, but it just tastes like generally burn and good. Like you're like, ah, it burns. I kind of enjoy it, but that's about it. I don't see myself pulling out maple and firewood and cedar or anything like that from this whiskey. That's fine because you have a little ways to go before you get there. The next step is to make it so that not all whiskey tastes like whiskey. Because I think at the first step, you'll get to where you drink it neat, but you'll kind of freeze there and you'll be like, well, it tastes good, but it just tastes like whiskey. So the next step would be, I always recommend try two fairly different whiskeys. Usually I recommend a bourbon and either an Irish or a scotch. I usually say that Irish and scotch are somewhat similar. A lot of folks don't like that I say that. My point is Irish and scotch are both mostly malt based. And so compared to bourbon, they're very similar compared to bourbon. That's like the important point there. But the point is, if you want to try two very different tasting ones, do a bourbon or something corn based and something like an Irish or a scotch. Drink those side by side. You'll pretty much immediately realize that not all whiskey tastes like whiskey. And I do this in one of the early episodes with my guest Bryce. And it's one of those clicking moments for him too. He's like, oh my gosh, this does not just taste like whiskey. These are totally different drinks. I think we did it with Russell's Reserve 10-Year and Tullamore Dew, if I recall correctly. And that's a bourbon and an Irish whiskey. So try something like that. And I think it will really quickly teach you that not all whiskey tastes the same. And you can do it a couple times. You can even start to get more and more similar if you want. Spend some time in that comparison stage. And you'll start to get a really good idea for the different profiles that different types of whiskey have. And then that's when you can make the leap to pulling out notes. But you're probably not going to want to do that right off the rip and just you're not going to be able to drink it and be like, oh, yeah, it tastes like this. Maybe you will. And some folks, that's how you learn is you just keep trying it and you keep trying and eventually you get it. That's basically what I did, but it took a really long time. So the way you can expedite that a little bit, in my opinion, is using notes, lists, flavor wheels. You can find these online. I do have a Whiskey Noobs podcast flavor list that I am going to send back out if I haven't sent it back out already actually as of the recording of this I'm going to send it back out to the email list um, but I probably already sent it out as of the release of this but if you want you can join the email list and just send an email to whiskeynoobspodcast at gmail.com in the subject line put email list I say this at the end of every episode if you don't know that so you can hear all these instructions again at the end And if you want the flavor list, shoot me a message on the email and just say, hey, can you send me the Whiskey Noobs flavor list? And I'll send it your way. But those flavor wheels, flavor lists, it it depends on which type of graphic you're using. Those are very, very helpful. And you can even smell the actual objects, and that will also help you. Because a lot of times, like I mentioned, I don't eat pears. So for me, 
I basically learned what a pear note tastes like by tasting a bunch of different whiskeys that tasted like pear. And I, I had tried it as a kid, and so the whiskey kind of reminded me, oh, yeah, that's what pears tasted like. I tried pears as a kid, not whiskey, <laughs> to be clear. But my point being, you might want to just smell some of those different notes and get an idea for what they smell like, if it's a food, what it tastes like. And that will help you as well with your whiskey tasting, even if you're not doing it necessarily at the same time. And doing it at the same time can help or might not help, as you've seen with the chicken wing episodes. And earlier, I want to say it was Bryce and I did an episode on smelling the actual notes and then tasting the whiskey. I believe that was Bryce, if I'm not mistaken. So flavor wheels, actually smelling the real life objects or real life foods, tasting the real life foods. Those can both be very helpful in teaching you how to pull notes out of whiskey. And eventually, you'll it'll kind of become natural where you realize you don't need the flavor list anymore. You'll kind of get to a natural point where you're drinking the whiskey and you're like, oh, yep. And, and a lot of the times it can be because it reminds you of this other whiskey that tasted like this. Oh, but this little bit is different. And you'll start to pick up on those sorts of things. And it makes it a lot easier to pull notes out naturally without having to look at a flavor wheel or list. But I don't want to discourage looking at a flavor wheel or list by any means because they are very helpful. I still do it sometimes. And from there, you can kind of perfect your tasting technique. I've mentioned a lot on the show, I think just recently on the Q&A, that I really like to get the perfect nose, just get the right distance away from it, right beyond where it burns. And then I like to do a sacrificial sip that I know is going to burn my mouth. And then I do another sip that doesn't burn as much. I like to swish the whiskey around in my mouth. You can try different tasting techniques, you know, chewing the whiskey, just kind of moving your tongue. As I mentioned in an early episode, I'll just kind of touch my tongue to the roof of my mouth like that. And that helps me a lot. It really coats my whole mouth with the whiskey. Try different things like that to get more better flavors out of it and try it in different palate conditions. All of those things are going to be really helpful to learning how to properly drink whiskey. And then once you get to there, I recommend, this is kind of a new step that I've just added, is get creative. You can focus on something specific for a while, and that can be a lot of fun. A good example is how I just did the budget bourbon series. I just really focused in on budget bourbons and learned a lot about budget bourbons. A lot of them I had even tried before, but trying them all at once and focusing in on them for March Madness really helped bring out characteristics that I wasn't thinking about. Like they all kind of have some similarities between all of them, especially some of the ones that were closer to winning. They had similar things going on. And that's, that's fun to really dive in and learn about. Another thing you could do is trying different finishes, especially with Scotch and Irish whiskey. They both have such creative finishes a lot of the times and finished bourbons are becoming more and more popular. So you can probably do that with bourbons as well too trying to focus on different finishes, meaning different aging processes. Maybe, especially with finished bourbons, it means it's not just brand new charred white oak. It means they're aging it in something else. Maybe it's wine barrels. Maybe it's sherry barrels. Maybe it's just a toasted barrel that's toasted a little bit differently. Maybe it's just finished in a second barrel. Something like that. You can really focus in and start to try to figure out, okay, how do all of these different things taste? What does this type of finish supply? What does this type of finish give to the whiskey? And that can be a lot of fun. That's something that even I haven't done entirely, right? It's kind of like I've read the entire Bible, but not done specific Bible studies. I'm not saying I've read the entire Bible. I am working on it, but I haven't. But I'm saying in terms of whiskey, I've read the entire whiskey Bible, but I haven't necessarily done a Bible study on every single book. And so that 
that's kind of that's a that's a pretty good analogy i feel like but that's where i'm at in my whiskey journey and that's my point is just because you've been from cover to cover beginning to end doesn't mean you can't zoom in on something like finishes and really dig in and try to learn more about it and that's why i think the hobby of drinking whiskey can easily last a lifetime because you'll never narrow down all of the different things you'll never zoom in on every chapter of the book of whiskey ever so that's why it's so exciting and so fun and of course you want to collect every single whiskey you can get your hands on at least i do so that is kind of my plug for how to get into drinking whiskey with a couple of bonus tips that a lot of you guys haven't heard yet especially that getting creative one i can't stress that enough because Previously, I didn't really think about it just because I hadn't gotten that far yet. But now that I've been cover to cover, I want to zoom in on different chapters. And I think that makes it a whole lot of fun. So I'm sure you'll be seeing more of that in the future. And that brings me to my final point. And that is this entire episode has been where we came from. And I want to talk about where we're headed. So as I mentioned, I want to do more focusing in on specific things like we did with the bourbons. Um, That was the budget bourbon March Madness. I've already had some requests for different types of March Madnesses, maybe like a $30 to $50 range, maybe something like scotch. Um, It's going to depend on budgeting for sure, and hopefully that merchandise will help with that. But I would absolutely like to do more things like that in the future and create more of that type of content. So you can bet that you're going to see more of that coming here soon in the future. The other things that you can see more of, well, you're going to be seeing more TikTok lives, hopefully, because I really do enjoy TikTok lives. It's just hard for me to get an afternoon where I can block out a full hour and do a live. So I haven't had that opportunity a lot lately, especially with this merchandise. I've been working really hard to get this up and going. As I mentioned uh, in the last episode or the last Q&A episode, I did have some distribution issues. COVID had kind of short supplied a bunch of different types of hats that I liked. And so the merchandise was really eating up a lot of time, but I'm hoping to get a good bit more into the TikTok lives because they are one of my favorite parts of this podcast or this social media influencing thing that I'm doing, whatever you want to call it nowadays, because I feel like podcast doesn't quite cover it anymore. But they're one of my favorite things to do because it's like podcasting, except it's live. It's direct with you guys. You can ask me your questions and I can answer them right then and there. So keep an eye out for a lot more TikTok lives and maybe some Instagram lives. I haven't really uh, explored the live function on Instagram very much yet, but I might be getting into that here in the future. But my point is I can guarantee you will be seeing some more lives coming in the future because those are a whole lot of fun. And it's kind of like just sitting and hanging out with you guys. And I really do enjoy that. I'm not just saying that maybe it's because I'm a loser and don't have as many friends as some people. But (laughs) for me, it's a lot of fun to be able to sit down and do that. So when I can block out more time for it, you can guarantee that you'll be seeing more of it. Next is that we're going to have some new and exciting guests. Uh, I've mentioned this before. I think I've kind of teased it before on Instagram. Hey, what kind of guests do you guys want to see? And obviously, we haven't gotten too creative with the guests yet, but I, I have been working on that behind the scenes. It's one of those things you don't really see. I have been in contact with different people about doing episodes. I have been looking into how to do a virtual episode, have a virtual guest on, because a lot of times it's really hard to get somebody into my studio to, to record with. And so I have been working on virtually getting some guests and figuring out how to do virtual interviews, things like that. Um, But you will be hopefully seeing a good bit more of that and some more exciting guests who have their own things going on and I think makes it a good bit more fun. 
you'll probably be seeing that here pretty soon, actually. And then once I get the ball rolling, I'm hoping to really keep it rolling uh, with some pretty cool guests. I already have a few in mind, as I've mentioned. I've already spoken with a few different folks, as I've mentioned. So that is definitely something to look forward to in the next year. I think that's one of the big things I'm going to try to emphasize is getting guests on at least more regularly. Maybe not you know, as often as I have on Zach, Bryce, and Justin, who I regularly have on, but at least getting more guests on um, not quite as regularly, but still getting them on the show significantly more than I have in the past year. So keep an eye out for that as well. And with that, I'm going to skip down to my last point, but I'll come back to this at the end, I promise. You can mention the type of things that you want to see. I am always open. My DMs are always open. My email is always open. Let me know what types of guests you want to hear from. Do you want to hear from business owners? Do you want to hear from people who are only interested in whiskey? Do you want to hear from people who have their own thing going on that doesn't have to do with whiskey? Whatever you want to hear, just let me know as you guys usually do, and I will take it into account as I usually do. I always like hearing what you guys want to hear, and I want to produce that content for you. So let me know what you think about the guests, and I will continue working out the kinks of getting virtual interviews, and hopefully you'll be seeing more of that here soon. The next thing that you can expect in the next year or so, this one you can expect pretty rapidly, um, but you can definitely expect in the next year or so, is of course continuing to expand my collection and bring you guys more reviews. As I mentioned, I want to get more into how I did with the March Madness and how I did with the Buffalo Trace comparisons and really hone in on something and really try a bunch of different whiskeys based on that theme and bring you guys a bunch of reviews. That way, if you're just scrolling around on TikTok, you can learn something about whiskey and I can have all of these kind of mini series where I can try new things. I do have a mini series out right now that I'm probably still doing where I'm trying whiskey with whatever you guys recommend. So if you don't follow me on TikTok, go to Whiskey Noobs Podcast on TikTok and recommend me something to mix with whiskey that you want to see me try. So that's something that's going on right now. But in general, I want to continue to expand the collection, and hopefully the merchandise will help with that, uh, and really bring you guys some new reviews. I've had a few different requests, something like having some higher shelf bourbons, things like that, and I am absolutely planning to bring you guys more content like that. The next thing that you can look forward to is, hopefully, more merchandise. So I just mentioned that merchandise is going to be available here soon. And, of course, I am going to want to mix it up over the next year or so. I do already have some other designs. I haven't decided which designs I'm going to release, which ones I'm going to keep. Probably going to keep it pretty basic for the first release. So you will have some more exciting things to hopefully look forward to in the future. And so I will be expanding that merchandise collection and bringing you guys more things like that. I have some pretty exciting things in mind that I am hoping to get the ball rolling on but once again it's a matter of time I just work on this in my spare time and so these things uh, continue to go on in the background a lot of those things that you guys don't see but I promise you I am working on in the background Another thing that I do want to mention should be coming up here in the next year is something that I haven't really spent a ton of time on, and that's bourbon hunting, Um, really hunting for the allocated bourbons, the store picks, things like that. And I avoided it because for this first year, this podcast has been almost entirely about getting the new guy into whiskey, getting somebody into whiskey who hasn't been into it before. And I wanted to get a bunch of reviews in of things that were accessible to you guys, things that you were able to get your hands on. And I'm absolutely still going to do reviews on things like that. I don't want to give off the impression that I'm just going to do rare stuff now. I couldn't find enough rare stuff to be able to do that if I wanted to. 
But I do realize now we've got a lot of folks who either started from the beginning and now are fully into the hobby of drinking whiskey or have joined on and were already into the hobby of drinking whiskey. And I know if I were in your shoes, I would want somebody to taste bourbons that I'm hunting, the unicorns that I can't find, and let me know whether or not they're worth trying to find, or at least let me know what they taste like so that I can make the judgment call as to whether or not they're worth trying to find. So I will be trying to do more of that as well. I have personally, as a personal hobby, been getting a little bit more into the bourbon hunting, a little bit more into trying to get the rare stuff, and so I'm going to be making an active effort to get more of that rare stuff. That way you guys can hear the review of it and make the call on your own whether or not you should pursue it, you should try to find it yourself. So that's another thing that you can see that's pretty exciting that you can expect to see here in the next year or so, and you can expect to see ramp up over the course of the next year. I shouldn't say in the next year because I'm, I'm starting it immediately, but who knows how long it'll be before I can get my hands on enough rare ones to really do stuff like that. But that's just... A brief look at what is to come, and I'm really excited. Like I said, this was a great first year. I'm so appreciative of you guys, and I'm going to be expanding into all of these things that I just mentioned as much as possible, and even some more. There are more things that are on the back burner that I'm really looking forward to, but I just can't bring up yet because they're still very, very new, uh, very much in the concept phase. But I promise you, I am working behind the scenes, as I've mentioned a few times. I think I've said as I've mentioned a hundred times on this episode, so I apologize for that. I'm a little bit excited if you can't tell. It's our one-year anniversary. But I do have all of those things going on behind the scenes that I'm working to develop and I'm working to bring to you guys as fast as I can. And I just want to mention that so that you know this isn't slowing down. This is just speeding up. If I'm putting out less on TikTok and Instagram, it's because I'm working on bringing you guys merchandise. If I'm working less on the podcast and the episodes are kind of quick, then it's because I'm working on ramping up the TikTok and the Instagram. Things like that. I don't mean those specific cases are always the case, but my point is I dedicate a certain amount of time to the podcast, which is most of my free time. And so if you're seeing less of one thing, it's often because I'm working on another. And I promise you a few of those things are going to be pretty exciting over the course of the next year. So you're going to want to stay tuned. You're going to want to be on that email list if you're not already. Uh, My robotic automatic voice that I paste at the end of every episode is about to tell you how to join that email list. You're going to want to follow on all the social medias, which that voice is also going to tell you how to do and make sure you're keeping up to date if you like the show. And the last thing that I do want to mention is if you want to see more of something specific, make sure you're emailing me, DMing me. I accept all kinds of feedback. I'm always more than happy to hear from you guys. You want to see more Q&As, if you want to see more guests, if you want to see more bourbons or scotches or Irish, something specific, don't be afraid to let me know. You can let me know in my DMs. You can let me know through email, and you can let me know through the question sticker that I post every Wednesday. So don't be afraid to ask. I cannot thank you guys enough for listening to the show. And just one more reminder, if you haven't already, to rate the show on whatever app you listen to it on. Spotify does ratings now. Apple Podcasts has always done ratings. And that's a huge help. Recommend the show to friends if you can. And those of you who have been doing those things and have been active and have been listening to the show every week, 
I can't thank you guys enough. This has been an awesome year, and I'm looking forward to another awesome year, hopefully a more awesome year with even more exciting stuff going on. And I guess that's all I've got to say is thank you guys, and hopefully you enjoyed this little wrap-up episode of where we've been and where we're headed. But this train is not slowing down anytime soon for the foreseeable future. So thank you all for listening. And as always, I'll leave you with learn to drink, drink to learn. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Whiskey Noobs. If you like the show, please make sure that you tell anyone you know who you think would be interested in the hobby or in the podcast. That way we can help to spread the word and continue to grow. Please also make sure to review the show on Apple Podcasts and share our posts on Instagram at whiskey underscore noobs or on TikTok at whiskey noobs podcast. Uh, It only takes a couple of minutes and it really does a lot to help spread the word and grow the podcast. Also, there is an email list for the show. If you'd like to join, you can just send an email to whiskey noobs podcast at gmail.com and in the subject line put email list i will add you to the list and then you'll be updated every month with the whiskeys that we will be drinking on the show throughout the month that way you can drink right along with us and see if you're getting the same notes once again thank you so much for listening to the show the whiskey noobs podcast does not support underage or otherwise irresponsible consumption of alcohol